The grace and love of our Lord and Savior be with us always. Amen. The word of God we want to consider today is again our epistle reading for this past Sunday, which was Transfiguration Sunday. Again, that Sunday, the bridge between Epiphany and Lent as we think of Jesus in Epiphany as the Son of God and Savior of the world and in Lent, we think of Jesus going to the cross to pay for our sins, but Transfiguration Sunday, that's when we're reminded Jesus is God and was able to go to the cross to pay for our sins. Well, we're looking at 2 Peter chapter 1, verses 16 to 21, especially looking at 16 to 18, where the Apostle Peter writes, We did not follow cleverly invented stories when we told you about the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, but we were eyewitnesses of his majesty. For he received honor and glory from God the Father when the voice came to him from the majestic glory, saying, This is my Son, whom I love. With him I am well pleased. We ourselves heard this voice that came from heaven when we were with him on the sacred mountain. And we have the word of the prophets made more certain. And you will do well to pay attention to it as to a light shining in a dark place until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts. Above all, you must understand that no prophecy of Scripture came about by the prophet's own interpretation, for prophecy never had its origin in the will of man, but men spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. My dear friends in Christ, Peter didn't follow myths. That's why he said here, we did not follow cleverly invented stories when we told you about the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. But we were eyewitnesses of his majesty, for he received honor and glory from God the Father when the voice came to him from the majestic glory, saying, This is my Son whom I love with him. I am well pleased. We ourselves heard this voice that came from heaven when we were with him on the sacred mountain. Peter is here referring to Christ's transfiguration. He's giving us his account of that spectacular day. He and James and John were with Jesus on the Mount of Transfiguration. Jesus had taken them off privately to spend some time in prayer and while they were there in prayer. Well, then last Sunday's gospel reading told us about the transfiguration. Those three disciples, they saw Jesus transfigured. And what that meant is that his face was shining like the sun. His clothes, it says, were whiter than anyone could bleach them, whiter, white as the light. They saw Moses and Elijah there with Jesus. Those Old Testament prophets, they were encouraging Jesus, giving him encouragement that he needed because of the task that was ahead for him. He needed that encouragement as he would battle Satan, sin, death, and hell. When Jesus would go to the cross and would pay for our sins and the sins of the world, Jesus is, of course, true God, 
But when he came into our world, he also took upon himself a true human nature. And as true man, he was also true God. He was, he is the God-man. And he is the God-man so that he could truly pay for our sins. But as true man, what he did, needed is he needed this encouragement that came from Moses and Elijah. And he especially needed the encouragement that he got from God the Father in that voice from heaven, telling Jesus that he was well pleased with the work that he was doing. He needed those words from the Father, that encouragement from the Father, because remember what would happen at the cross. At the cross, what would happen is that God the Father would forsake God the Son. God would abandon God. And now how that works, we just can't grasp that. But God forsook God. And that's what had to happen in order for Jesus to pay for the sins of the world. God had to abandon God. That meant that Jesus had to endure real hell in order to pay for our sins. But now, here Jesus was being encouraged by Moses and Elijah, and what a privilege it was for Peter, James, and John to see Jesus transfigured as he was on that day, getting that reminder that the one who was with them wasn't just a man. And what a privilege we also have just before another Lenten season, to think about our Savior's suffering and death and to be reminded of Jesus' glory in the transfiguration, to be reminded that he is true God. And as the God-man, he could successfully carry out his plan of salvation and win heaven for us. Here, the transfiguration, it reminds us he wasn't just a man. He was God. He is God, the God-man, and able to be our Savior. Well, Peter, as I said, he was blessed to be able to see Christ's transfiguration, but he didn't rely on that experience to get him to heaven. You know, it's, it's always dangerous for a person to rely on his personal experiences on what we may think or feel for our salvation? Well, maybe just tell you this story. Years ago, years ago, three men perished in the blasting summer heat of the, in the Death Valley area. And, well, their bodies were found seven, 14, and 17 miles away from the car that they had abandoned. They had left their uh, car, broken down car, because they needed to find some help. And tragically what they did is they went in the wrong direction. They recalled from personal experience that 30 miles before this, they had, they had seen this ranch house and they said, well, we need to go back there in order to be able to survive, in order to get help for our car. 
Well, like I said, what happened is that they were found seven miles, 14 miles, and 17 miles away from their car, but still so far away from the ranch house. And it was such a tragedy because if they would have only known, well, one mile in the other direction, there was a rest area at which they could have gotten help and would have been able to get out of the blasting heat of the Death Valley. What they needed wasn't their personal experience, their personal knowledge. What they needed was a map or a GPS to tell them of that mile away rest area. And, you know, when you think of that story, what a tragic thing that they didn't have that map that told them where they needed to go. Let's thank our God that as far as our salvation is concerned, we do have a map. We do have a GPS that gives us complete and perfect directions. We have that map or GPS in the promises of Scripture in which the Holy Spirit to trust, well, not on our personal experience, but on Jesus and his word. Rely not on personal experiences, but rely on Jesus and his word, which will always point you to the Savior and will never lead you astray. Amen. Let's pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, thank you for calling us to faith in Jesus, our Savior. Keep us always focused on the truths of your word, which show us our sin and show us our Savior and will never lead us astray. Thank you, dear Lord Jesus. We pray in your name. Amen. In the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Amen.